Our emotions are real felt senses in our body as our body interacts with the world around us and and tell us about even the inferences that we're drawing from the experiences that we're in. So in times when we are in high stress and there's uncertainty, our bodies are supposed to respond. It's trying to draw our attention to something. And also emotions, I believe, are given to us by God to take us into relationship with him and with each other. But sometimes I get it that emotions get a bad rap because of the misguided way people have handled them. But let me Mm -hmm. say this. Emotions themselves are good because they are a part of God's creative order. Mm -hmm. He gave them to us. And emotions could do two things. Once again, they help orient us to the world around us and they move us into relationship with God and with each other. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to share twice on a mind. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. way. So kind of what's inspiring me in this one now, we did say we didn't want to keep just talking about, you know, what's going on in society right now with COVID. But I think it's important because I, I see so many people hurting. And I'm a therapist and a friend to many people. And I've had the chance to talk with people on the phone and just different things where they're struggling right now. What do I do with what's going on? Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to kind of share my own story about what's been going on for me. Oh, yeah, I know. Nicole's like, all right, this is about to be good. (laughs) Whatever. You can interview me. You get to interview me, Nicole. You can be my therapist on the air. But, you know, I guess what's been happening that's that's strange is you kind of heard the, the prelude where I'm talking about the role of emotions. So I know that listening to our body is really important. And that might sound strange to some people like, what do you mean listening to your body is what is this that's talking about? But when I think about that, it's really saying who designed my body, who created me. Okay. God did. And God created my body with a specific function. Right. And in the fall, we might have distorted that and things got off whack, but My body is a part, especially when the spirit of God comes to live in me, he restores and makes new. There is something sacred in the ability of my body to be able to connect with the world and environment around me and to send me signals about that, that sometimes I can't even consciously process, but just that felt sense. So with the COVID thing going on, I and myself am a person who will usually turn down the volume of my emotions and just push through. And that served me very well in different parts of my life Mm -hmm. at different times. Mm -hmm. But then if I live in that place, I've also seen the effect of the fallout of it to where it's you just have health problems, the constant fatigue, inability to concentrate. And that could just lead to a whole nother place of darkness. Mm -hmm. Because once again, if my body, if God created my body with emotions, which are felt senses that are always assessing the world around me and my relationships as well, to not feel my emotions cuts me off from the world around me. It really cuts me off from intimacy with God and intimacy with other people. That's good. And so even with this COVID virus though, going on though, my body's been, it's been struggling to take in certain signals because in some ways the world still looks the same. Okay. You know, you and I both were military members. So when there was chaos, we knew what that looked like. Right. You know, we could mm-hmm. see it around. This is clear. Seen, not good. We got to move, you know. But in this one, it's like there's this big threat out there. 
but I still see, you know, there's cars going up and down the road. We go to stores mm-hmm. as necessary, but it was just so hard for my body to really take it in. But, but then also at the same time, my body's sending this signal of, but there is something out there. You just can't see it. An unseen danger. And you need to prepare for it, mm-hmm. whether that's through with the counseling practice I'm at, the church I'm a part of, my family. So I also fear this little bit, this little bit of where there's this peace and calm and there's nothing changed. There's also this other undercurrent of anxiety and this unknownness mm. and then stress. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, where do I direct that? What do I do? You know, mm. and I could feel myself feeling more tired. I could feel myself like just stuck a little bit. Cause like all these different emotions, this calmness, <laughs> cause it was also, it came at a time in my life where I'm planning conferences. It's conferences. I we know, had, that was a weird hit. It was <laughs> like beautiful. Like, it was beautiful weather out at first. Uh-huh. So yeah. it was just all these things. It's like, I was prepared for my conference too. I had made my slides. Was I was ready to go. Big switch. Then we I were forgot. planning to go to one for a church in Branson. So we're like, oh, this I is going to be awesome. We that. got a babysitter. It's going <laughs> to just me and you. We do this conference and we get to hang out. And then all of a sudden in the flip, just it felt like it just happened so it fast. a flip of a switch. Yeah. And so my body didn't know how to take in all of that. Yeah. And I was stuck in that for about definitely a couple of days, if not a week, I'm saying I'm just now coming out of that kind of feeling like, mm. whoa, 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 mm-hmm. whoa, mm-hmm. uh, kind of place. And then, um, I remember it was sometime last week, I got a call from a friend and he's in traffic. He's a leader in a church and parachurch organization does great stuff mm-hmm. and a very level headed guy. But he's like, I need to talk right now, James. I'm literally in traffic and I'm freaking out. I'm having a panic attack. Mm. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on, man? Mm-hmm. I said, let's slow it down. And so I'm going to walk you through kind of like, you know, a way of trying to organize our emotions. And Is that grounding or just a little bit. bring into? Because okay. what happens with these experiences is that they happen to us so fast and so strong. And sometimes we don't always have the best words. I don't care who you are. It's just some mm-hmm. hard, sometimes hard to put words to our full experience. And I've been talking a lot about emotions, but your thoughts do matter here too. Yeah. I want to make it whole. They all fit together a like a beautiful oh, picture. Yeah. So if you pull any part out, if you just, well, I just want to just, just deal with the rational thought you can, but if you leave out the emotions and that felt body sense and the moves that you make behaviorally, mm-hmm. then you won't have the full picture. Or if I just focus on the emotion without the, the thoughts and my behaviors, then I won't get the full picture. Yeah. So as he sat okay. there, I was beginning to kind of say, hey, and what was going on for you right in that moment? Right. Like as you got in your car and you felt your heart beginning to race, what was going on? And so when this, you know, the news really started breaking about it, his organization that he leads was having to make some hard decisions. And so he was having to go tell some people. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to shut you down and we won't be able to pay you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he's feeling the heaviness of that a moment. Leader, you know, mm-hmm. um, just whenever you lead, whatever your church, your organization, yeah. you know, as even as the, I saw you as leader of our household, trying to make these big decisions, trying to keep your own self 
level-headed enough so you can clearly think through um, and you know how different things are going to impact different people, different parts of your organization and things like that. Some things may have to keep running and some things just can't. And so and you, we don't know. And you don't like know what the future holds. How long, how, how serious. Long. Yeah, I could definitely and, see the how. The health and well-being of family, friends, your mm-hmm. community. So we, so what we had to do first is get like, what even triggered this thing in you, man? What triggered mm-hmm. it? What's going on? What's, what's under it all? And he, I just like, what was going through your mind? What were you seeing? What was it that just shifted you? And so it was part of it was I had to tell them that and I felt so bad and I didn't have answers to give them. Right. Then two, then I had to hop right back in my car after talking to them and we're going in lockdown mode and we didn't prepare for this. We weren't ready for this to come because they were in a particular region of the United States where lockdown happened quickly. Mm-hmm. We'll just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like trying to coordinate with his spouse about getting groceries for them to lock down. But then also having these concerns of, wait, we're locking down because it's serious. Yeah. And are you okay? And am I okay? Yeah. And his body just just started freaking out like, on him. Oh my gosh. And so we got that yes. trigger. I want to ask him, I said, tell, tell me right now, what is it you're even, as you sit right where you are right now, are you stopped in your car? He's like, yeah, I'm stopped. What do you feel happening in your body? He's like, there's this racing in my chest. I'm having a hard time breathing and my head is just kind of spinning. And then it's like, okay, okay. So I get it, man. So even just having to talk to them, just getting on the phone with your wife and just knowing you weren't ready, your body's just really reactivating. And what is that? How would you describe that? It's like, I'm just feel so out of control. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And then and when you're in that place and you're just feeling out of control and your body's racing, what are all those thoughts? What's the story you're telling yourself in that place right there in that moment? And it's just, it's all falling apart. I'm not ready. I wasn't ready to lead my, these people and, and, and help them. And then my family's not ready. And it's just, oh, yeah. I was like, oh gosh. So you just feel like I'm totally not ready. And I'm letting people down mm-hmm. that are really count on me. I'm disappointing them. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then what do you want to find yourself right now as you feel your body? What is your the energy in your body telling you want to do? I just want to rush out and I want to fix everything. I said, right, of course you do, because you are a very caring person. You care about the people you lead. You care about your family. And so right now mm. it just feels like you're stuck in a place because it's like I care about them. I love them and I want to do right by them. But then I didn't feel like I was completely prepared. And now I feel like I'm in this helpless place even right now. Oh my gosh, that's a lot, man. That's a lot to hold at one time. Mm. I mean, how could you be ready for this? No one could be ready for this. It's caught everybody off guard know, right? to some degree. Mm-hmm. And you don't know. Um, and I appreciate you just even being able to go and talk to those people face to face. You didn't do it over a phone. You got in your car, you went and talked to them and you did the best you could with what you could tell them. And now you're doing the best you can right now with your family. Mm-hmm. You're doing, you're getting the steps taken care of and you just can't wait till you get back to them and we can just all settle in and just regroup and figure this thing out. Is that what's going on for you, man? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Ugh. I said, so what's happening in your body now? It's like, okay. I, I feel, I feel calmer now. I feel calmer now. I'm better now. I can think now. And so what all it was, was I was just trying to talk through his experience and put it together for him and walk with him in and I wasn't trying to fix it for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just making sense like your body has every good reason to be reacting. This mm-hmm. is hard. Uh, you had to do some hard things. 
you know, then pray for him. I pray for God's peace over him to pray the Levitical blessing over him. And it's like, in a sense, and the reason why that just, I think came to my heart was this, this sense of, you know, God be with you and turn his face towards you and shine upon you mm-hmm. and grant you his peace, which is completeness. Mm. Um, so it's not just about me connecting with his experience. He needed to be able to connect with his own experience yeah. because he had just his body. He had to kind of detach from his own felt sense and his own self. And he needed another friend to come there that can see him and help catch him there. And, and he needed someone, he needed to connect with God there. And even mm-hmm. though no circumstance had changed, everything was still the same. There's still going to be the lockdown still had people that he didn't know, you know, what their employment Future. was going to look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he was better in a better place as a leader because he was able to tune into what his body was feeling. I couldn't imagine what it'd be like if all he tried to do was stuff that, not feel it, and just ignore it. And feel like he had to just put on a smile for his his wife and kids mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. ever let them see that. Because eventually, it's kind of like one of my mentors says, eventually the bill's going to come due and you're going to have to pay it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and you can't beat God's design. If God's giving you emotions for a reason, and part of, I think, what in that story was his reason was, he just needs to know that, he, hey, it was out of his control. Yeah. It was out of his control. Okay. Um, and by being out of his control, he has no choice but to ask for help from other people and to say, God, I need you here. And when he was able to send a clear signal to me as a friend that I'm freaking out and I need help, I was able to respond to that signal. And his body calmed down. He got comfort. So his emotions served as function. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did need comfort in that place. He did feel alone in that place. Mm-hmm. And it just rose to a level to where he couldn't handle anymore. He had to reach out for help. And when he sent that signal for help and distress out, I responded to it. Sometimes it could have been something practical and that's okay. Mm-hmm. He could have called and asked for whatever. But if he didn't pay attention to the emotion he felt, he wouldn't have been able to send that signal out. And to have someone respond to him. That's I don't good. know. There's just some thoughts that's going through my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And even for me, like I just had to really catch through this week and just being able to honor the different emotions going through my body. When I felt tired, I had to be able to tell my body, it's okay to be tired. You're going through a lot right now. Yeah. There's a lot going on with the people you serve in mm-hmm. therapy and in ministry. There's a lot for your family that's going on and it's okay. And I'm a person I do. I I feel with society. So mm-hmm. when you look and you see people hurting and mm-hmm. going through, it's like mm-hmm. maybe it's not my grandmother, but it could be. And I care about her. Right. And what she's going through and the fear. Like, well, I remember I was at the store trying to get you know some things for us. And I saw this elderly couple and they were wearing masks and gloves and and I'm just thinking like, wow, Ugh, what must yeah, this be like for them? Yeah, and it's yeah. like I intentionally went extra far out of the way. Not that it did, but it's just like, but I looked at them and I smiled and I just wanted like, I see you. Mm. I see you and you matter and I respect you. That's good. You know, and I just hope in our society, if I'm sharing anything, y'all, we need to see each other see in this time other. and season. Mm-hmm. We need to give each other permission to say, you know what? You can reach out to me mm-hmm. and I'll be accessible to you. And if you need me to help you with that, and, and even if you can't put your, your, all, everything you're feeling to words, that's okay. This is confusing. Mm-hmm. It's pulling on you in so many ways because what I'm also seeing for people, it's I'm experienced. Let me talk about me again. There's this part where it's changed my work life and there's uncertainty and finances and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But then also there's been these great blessings I've experienced. 
like it's I know this sounds funny, but like I'm in the best shape now I've been in a long time because we've been running a lot. So I've been running that stress off, working out with you and, and one right. of our daughters and it's been great. We've we're trying to find ways to get out and enjoy the sun. Yes. Um we're slowing down more together. Uh-huh. We, I've caught up on some projects that I haven't been able to get to. <laughs> I changed the brakes and rotors on the van, you know. So it's like also while there's I'll, this stress, I'll them out. while there's just stress and uncertainty, there's also been these blessings. And sometimes mm. it's hard to reconcile the two. They can create yeah. all these mixed feelings. Yeah. But it's like as each one comes up, I want to honor it. So yeah. Whether it's the tiredness or it's the rejoicing and thanking God for, hey, even in the midst of this really scary time that's hard, I'm thankful that I got to have this moment because once again, we don't know. Yeah. None of us knows what tomorrow holds for any of us. Yeah. And that could be one that can sound very morbid and scary, but also it could be a place of peace and comfort because like I'm letting go trying to control this. Yes. Go ahead, Nicola. What? (laughs) (laughs) Nicola always has this thing. I say always. She talks about me dying. Not you dying. Just, just you dying. I talk about death. I'm, Keep Dece- going. I think decently enough comfortable with the reality about death. I mean, there's life. We birth life. And I feel like it's just like you're saying, sometimes there's two parts and they feel so opposite of each other. Uh, our brain does not know how to allow both of them to coexist and and just kind of like allow anger or frustration, uh, a grief and then some element of joy you know, at the same time. And I think sometimes uh, my brains play play those tricks on me. Like, can I be happy about staying home right now? But on the other side, it's like there are real life hard situations and you can almost want to sit in that space and feel guilty about maybe the the pleasure that you're feeling from not having an extra event to go to, you know, but just kind of allowing on saying on one hand, you know, it's a hard time. It's a hard season. And there are all these perceived negatives with it. But on the other hand, here's where I do get to slow down. Maybe I don't know what our financial situations will look like, but I'm thankful that we're slowing down in these kinds of ways and we're running together and it's benefiting our family in that way. Sometimes it just seems just juxtaposed to each other mm-hmm. but they but they're happening at the same time and i and i want to learn to um honor both mm-hmm. of them a little bit better and i think that's i had been in a season where i did process for my own self you know what does death look <laughs> look like just a couple years ago in my family and just growing in that space you know even in, as our my parents are getting older and like, I think, I don't know, pre-grief grief or pre-grief process. I don't know what it is, but. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to um, kind of come back to this place where we're talking about like kind of honoring. Uh, What's going on in our bodies and. Yeah, right, that's physical it. being. Mm-hmm. That's good, Nicola. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, you talk about that. I'm going to share real quick. Last week I was in an intensive that I was supposed to be in Virginia, ended up being home. Shout out to my eldest two, three who held it down like a champ because I had to be back here on WebEx meeting for, you know, like basically mm-hmm. eight to four, you know, but one of my teachers remind me of a friend. And I just remember by maybe like the third, the fourth day, the Thursday, I, I, I messaged her the night before and I was like, oh my gosh, my teacher, my teacher reminds me so much of you. And she said, for reals, you know, just like you do. 
And I got up that morning and just getting ready and my teacher's saying something else and I chuckled. And then I thought, you know, later I'm like, man, I'm not going to see this friend in a long time. And it's typically we spend a good amount of time, our kids getting together in the summer or, you know, just in the spring, it was starting to warm up. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not going to see her. And that really for a long time, I was like, I think I'm doing fine. I think I'm doing well. I think I'm doing well, you know, and that really just pierced through what my serene <laughs> and I found my tears that evening and, you know, coupled with uh, we're practicing counseling stuff and it just it just makes mm. you feel like extra exposed already. So I was really more in this sensitive space or this aware space of emotions, ability versus areas of growth <laughs> that needs to happen. <laughs> and so anyway, recognizing that space and and just those emotions just kind of pop up and just realizing some things with school and whatever. I'm like, look, I need help. And I think that's the thing you're saying, you know, sometimes you lean on somebody else to say, hey, this, these are the anxious feelings. My heart is racing. I'm feeling tense. My emotions are high. I'm not sure. And so it was a beautiful thing to come to that space of saying, Hey, this is where I'm at. Um, and then it's like, what do, what do I need and how can I ground myself or how can I reach out for help? Um, and there's no shame in any of it. I could feel like sometimes those feelings or thoughts can come up like, well, I should be able to hold up and hold strong or shouldn't have to ask for help. But yeah, <laughs> I know. And it's like so many people are having to do just one different routines. But you know yeah. what I've also heard from people like they're having to learn new things. Yeah. People working from office. Like I had no idea. I tried to go on Amazon, try and find a webcam or headphones for doing teleconferencing. It is hard right Mm-mm. now, Mm-mm. but it's even for me, it's like now it's like learning how to do telehealth counseling online. That's been like consuming my time, watching videos, learning all the <laughs> ethics and trying to set up the forms and right. get ready. So, you know, I, I just want to shout out y'all, please. You know, there are therapists out there that want to help you. Mm-hmm. There's so many great counseling agencies and therapists here in this area that are offering telehealth services. Mm-hmm. So, I fetched me one today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the one you picked. <laughs> uh, just yeah. saying, you so, know, so we do want to just take time right now. You've probably been going through the hustle and bustle and trying to make sense of your own feelings. You're probably like my friend who's just been like, I've just been trying to kind of get things taken care of. And I just want to make space for you to try and say, you know, in that space where maybe what is it right now that you even feel happening in your own body? What have you been carrying around maybe for the past two to three weeks? Hmm. So even just as we talk about the past two to three weeks and even if you just hear me say the term COVID-19 or coronavirus or uh, social distancing, mm-hmm. um, all those things are, you know, what do you feel just happen in your body as you think about those things? As you see the news headlines flash, your social media feed, what does your body experience? Some people might take you back to a time of feeling lack or scarcity or out of control. Mm -hmm. And your body might feel like a sinking in your gut or a tightness in your chest or just tension in the back of your neck. As you feel that, that sensation in your body, how would you label that feeling? 
And even as you sense that in your body, what do you sense? Kind of, and I'm going to say this, like, what do you sense your body is kind of telling you? What do you sense the story that's coming up right now as you focus on that part? Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And even as you feel those, that emotion in your body, those sensations and that story comes up, what move do you find yourself wanting to make with it? Do you find yourself trying to kind of shut it down and just pretend like it's not there? Do you find it kind of maybe making you feel anxious and wanting to hurry up and just do a bunch of things or or control things or bring order? Or maybe there's another option. Maybe it's just like, you know what? I I do need to go get some things done, but also need to slow down and reflect and pray and seek God and ask for his help here. I need to turn towards my friends or my family and tell them what's going on in my, tell them about my anxious thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the Bible doesn't say, you know, the Bible says be anxious and, you know, it doesn't, you know, it says don't be, be, don't be don't, anxious for anything. Yeah, for anything, but with prayer and yeah, supplication, mm-hmm. make your request known unto God. Mm-hmm. So anxiousness is not the, the huge concern in that. The big concern is, do you turn towards God? Mm. You make your prayers and requests known to him. Feelings, once again, they just point us to our needs. And then hopefully move us towards relationship. So just be nice to your body. Um, nice to your emotions. It makes sense for what they're trying to tell you, especially when they're trying to move you towards God and towards others and healthy relationships. Thank you so much. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about The More Excellent Way.